You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. History was made on the mountain. A game 50 years in the making ended in a smackdown on BYU. So let's give the boys a week off. We have an exclusive interview with head coach Hugh Freeze. Plus, we relive the magic at Williams Stadium. And what does this mean moving forward for the Flames? You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. History was made on the mountain. A game that was 50 years in the making ended up in a complete, like, I mean. Total beatdown. Beatdown. It was a beatdown on BYU. 41-14. Day-day was that baby. Oh. Oh. We're fired up this week because guess what? We just took down a Power 5 opponent. Am I allowed to say we on a podcast? We are. We're all the same together, Emily. Come on. We can't do this on the broadcast on Saturday, so it's nice that we can say we um, on the podcast. We have Hugh Freeze on the show. We have Hugh Freeze on the show. Come on. Which I will explain later. Like, he does not do podcasts anymore. So this is a very, very big deal. This is what you can consider an exclusive interview. What other other news has he done? What other... Has he a done Zoom this call? Week? No, no one cares. Nothing. Yeah. He's done nothing, um, right, Matt? Right. So, the only place you're going to get him is where? Right here. Flame Central Podcast. Powered by Alcova Mortgage. Thank in fact, you. he said, Thank you. when we invited him on, we said, hey, will you come on the Flame Central Podcast? He's like, only if it's powered by Alcova Mortgage. <laughs> yeah, and only if I can get a hold yeah. of Joe. Because yeah. did you get yeah. a thank you, friend? You'll hear about yeah. that yeah. in yeah. just yeah. a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. I always forget to say that, so thank you for the reminder. Yeah. Um, 38 <laughs> unanswered points. We will talk about the defense, kind of break down everything. But first, guys, unfortunately, I was unable to be at the game this week. We so I want to— We did to... notice. A lot of people asked us that. I got where, a little emotional. It is. Where is Emily? Emily? I'm like— Beats me. Yeah, she all really the care. Rhino guys, I heard. The security guys were, yeah. like, really bummed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here's the thing. I had a family obligation. I was. I've, I had such. I this might be the worst FOMO listen, I've ever had in my life. It was. Worst, what was it? Fear of missing out. Oh. Like I had the FOMO. worst FOMO ever. Gosh, you, you are me getting old. throughout the game. What's the vibe like? So I didn't get any text. Before lot, we, I thought it was the group chat. I'm sorry. Oh maybe. Before we get into breaking down the game and, and this incredible performance by JB and the Flames defense, can we just talk about the vibe? You know, Matt. Maybe you start off with. Dr. Falwell's yeah. uh, vision of this 50 years ago. Take me through what that spirit and energy was like on game day this past It was week. pretty cool, especially, you know, Joe and I were doing the pregame show, so we're down on the field, which we never really get to be that close to game time. And just, you know, seeing the crowd file in, people yelling at us, talking to us. Some kids from BYU wanted us to sign a football. They, they, they were asking. They wanted autographs. They wanted this Matt is, Warner's autograph. You guys are making this up to <laughs> no, make me feel bad. I swear, bad. This they goes, wanted hey, Matt Warner's autograph. Will you, will you sign our ball? And what did I say, Joe? He, he, Matt looked at me and said, you're kidding me, right? I go, you don't want our autograph. Yeah, he said, you don't want our autograph. <laughs> yeah, you don't want our autograph. He's like, he's like yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. And then before we got over there, he left. Yeah, so he really, gone. he didn't. In the end. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was. There was a really good vibe. The weather was perfect. Oh, Emily, Students it pouring was in. perfect. The yeah. fall leaves Did are you guys give me a hat? The foliage. The foliage. Did, did you guys get me a hat? Did I get you a hat? I knew it. I cannot trust you guys They gave away those hats. Well, here's a little, let me give you a little secret. Yeah. <sighs> Joe and I 
actually got those hats at the JPL a week before. We did. So we kind of have a little that's... preview. Don't know if I should yeah. be sharing that information. Yeah. But uh, I'll the, see if the... I can pull some strings and get you one of those Whatever. hats. I'm right taking away. your bobblehead but, back. But, yeah. But the JPL is the Yawk Pickleball League, yes, just for right. clarification. Um, what was the atmosphere like for you? I know you kind of started with Liberty early on, yeah. so just seeing where this program yeah, has gone. Yeah, I've, I've, I've coached in games at Liberty where there's been about 500 people in the yeah. stands, right? And you're you're playing you're playing Elon or somebody late in the late in the season on a cold day and fighting Christians. the fighting Christians yeah. and and so yeah, it was just it was incredible to see it all come together, mm-hmm. right? And I to me, the coolest part, and it was really cool because I mean I would have loved to have been on the broadcast with you guys, but to be on the field when they came out mm. is it was was really a, it was really a special moment to look be able to look around and and see how everything's come together and what the university has done and, and specifically the athletic department is, was really cool. And it's going to be fun to see if this carries over. You know, you get a big crowd like that, largest yeah. they've ever had. Do a lot of those people be like, I want to be a part of this again and come back? Because right. even within the game, it felt like the crowd, like there was part of, there's part of the crowd that I feel like, you know, do I, do I stand up on third down? Well, I don't want to yeah. block anybody. You know, there's like, that, oh, I want to be, oh, am I clapping too loud? I'm sorry if I'm being a, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of that going on, at least over where we are sitting. And so I'm curious to see as, does this continue to grow? Does the right. atmosphere get even better? Like, even within the game, you felt moments where it's kind of like, oh, this is where we're supposed to get loud. Yeah. No, and you kind of sense the crowd getting into it and realizing, like, when they should be into it and kind of learning in some ways what a big game environment yeah. is supposed to feel like. Right. The, and I think I think that that's when traditions start being right, built. Right. And, you know, you it's only been 50 years. Right, so right. this is still – I feel like there was a lot of Liberty fans that were added from that Saturday performance. And, yeah. I mean, think about it. If You have a sellout crowd and then we get – the BYU puts down the beat down. Yeah, it's right. Liberty. But it's like, whoa, this is like the real deal here at Liberty. And I think it's cool because there's a progression in college mm. football. You know, as a, as a fan base, is like you get the vibe, and I've been a little bit harsh on this on on times. Is that a lot of students, if they don't feel a great loyalty to the program, steeped in tradition, right? There's the hey, let's get our Instagram posts, let's take our pictures, and then we'll sort of start filing our way out at halftime. You're seeing that early on. Yeah. It's, it's the reality. Oh, it's it just true. Early on in in now, you're starting to see that there's been some some. Some binding to it, like they're 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 realizing that there's a, a loyalty and then a passion to it. Like you're starting to see those things being put in place, where it's like, man, I really love my football program. Yeah. I'm not just there. And you're we're beginning to get those phases of that actually being about who the football program is, and, and hopefully, this, like you said, this carries over into into the rest of the season. Uh, I don't know if you just heard us, but Hugh Freeze is on the show. We will have him, his interview in just a moment. But when I was driving him back over to the football operations side, he was like, I'm really upset that you weren't there on the field or no one was there to interview me after the game. It was a missed opportunity. And I understand this is like, I'm speaking to ESPN, I hope, like, I understand that there <laughs> needs general, to be budget cuts or you don't have, have reporters. Not, nobody. There's no reporter on yeah. this game, and this is one of the most important games. And between these two schools, I understand that like BYU was supposed to win, but at the end of the day, they should have thought, but if Liberty wins, how yeah. important is it to have an interview with head coach Hugh Freeze for this? That's You're, you're just like on for five minutes watching people climb over things yeah. when you don't even – 
I'm upset that you I'm a there. little I'm a little fired up about that. And uh-huh. when Coach Freeze just said that to me in the car, like I'm really disappointed that no one was there to interview me. I'm upset that your family came before Liberty Football personally. Okay, well. <laughs> um, I'm getting a little bit emotional about it. I was, okay, that's another thing. I will tell you this. Joe was on the field. Joe was there. Fourth quarter, he yeah. was dancing yes. in front of the band. <laughs> I, he was. I was. He was. Is Dave Walls, somewhere it's Dave all, Walls yeah. has footage of it. I he was shooting this. it. And oh, I was hoping it. he would post it at some point. I need to reach out to him and get that footage. No, don't, don't Joe post it. Don't was post putting it. on a <laughs> show. Yeah. Our, show us the dance moves. No, no, no don't just, do it. I'll too, get the footage. They're too small. The, the band, I'm telling you, they I were loving love everything. The band loved it. If you it. ask the band what was the highlight, they won't say beating BYU. I was feeling it. They'll I mean, say watching it. Joe oh, Yock yeah, bust out his moves. I had the hips working like a paint mixer. Yeah. Unbelievable. At first, we had a trainer run down. They thought somebody was having a seizure in the end. They said, no, no, no. That's just. Joe, this is how he dances. You know what the best part yeah. of that was, Matt, is when I started going, and yeah. you'll love this. So, yeah. so I start going. I'm feeling it. We're right behind the band. Yeah. Right? They're right there. I mean, we're right in front of the band. We're right there. And I start feeling it. And once I start feeling it, going. And as I feel though. it, you see Matt like yeah. this. He's like this. Just start kind yeah, of He just sort of, he yeah, just sort just, of slid, yeah, just, slid his way yeah, back distancing out distancing just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have to get video of that. We'll, or I have mind. to find that <laughs> yeah. video. Um, you know, just scroll in on Twitter. Again, I promise we'll talk about the game here in just a moment. But <laughs> it's a heck of a game. For the yeah. Scrolling on Twitter, it, I have really no ties to Liberty other than working here um, and getting hired yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. But just like, I don't mean to sound emotional and ridiculous, but... It has been so cool to read these stories of people that have been working for this yeah. university that were watching and listening to that message from Dr. Falwell Sr. And um, just just it coming to life on Saturday. It I was seriously getting chills and getting emotional, like reading on Twitter, all I'm, of these. And Joanna, you have people, I'm sure, and you lived it, but like I know people that, you know, older folks that were here back and they've told me stories with tears running down their face yeah. about how when they're going to tell people we don't have can't meet payroll yeah, this right. week or Gosh. you know and the sacrifices that people made yeah. to make the vision a reality like yeah. it's real we hear the stories now and i would even say and i've heard some old timers say this and i think they're right that maybe we don't share those stories enough with the people that are here now with the students that are here now just to yeah. for them to understand mm-hmm. it it's not always been this way and to get that level of appreciation for what we have now but yeah it, it was special and it was it was a, it was you had homecoming the week before, this felt totally, totally yeah. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This felt way more special, not just because of the win. That was a big part of it, obviously, but just what it meant. Yeah. Right. And it was, it was, it was really cool. If you haven't seen the the pregame video that our creative team put together with like Dr. Falwell saying, yeah. you know, I want to play. Way, there's play, another video coming teams. out later today that's gonna. I, I heard yeah. guys yeah. said it. It's so cool, like just to to be around Dr. Falwell yeah. when 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 he was here and. And I don't know if you guys even know this. I just thought of this. Is uh, do you know Williams Stadium? Who Al Williams is? Do you know much about insurance that? Insurance guy, right? Yeah, insurance. I mean, this Al Williams was the guy in the late '90s that when Liberty was in in trouble, they're in trouble. Al Williams came in. Neil Askew, Al Williams came in, and basically said, "Okay, hey, we're we're going to help you get through this thing." That's so and, cool. Uh, and mm. they got through it, so mm. it's it's pretty cool. All right, let's cool. talk a little bit about the game. Reminder, we have head coach Hugh Freeze. Yes. It's really difficult to get Coach Freeze onto a podcast. What's also difficult is getting Joe Yock 
in, in touch with him. It's impossible. But if you're looking for you oh, know, to buy a home. Like, why do you always say it's hard to get in touch with me? That's she, the, that should be the last thing you yeah. say. It's easy to get in touch she, with me because if you want to purchase a home, I'm always available. She segues I mean, into you, your hit yeah, with, a, with an insult. It's you like it's that? an insult. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a slight insult. As you can, Matt, when Matt gives me my pro, he says, hey, Joe's getting ready to start the broadcast. 15 minutes, taking phone calls. He's always available. You, you hit me with the. You I'm not may available. think Joe Yaki is inept. But actually, <laughs> if you need a home loan, like that's kind of where it's we're sort going. Of yeah. you, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I can't do anything loan. right here. I am not going to be on the podcast. Stop. You're special. It is easy. Yeah. You're special. People like you. People like you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have value in this yeah. world. Okay. okay. So we have got to get this thing back <laughs> Can on we track. talk about the game? So Joe is easy to get a hold of. How do we get a hold of you if we're looking to buy a The home? Google. Just go straight Google. to Google. Joe, J, Joe Yock, J-A-U-C-H. Do the Google. Let's All right. One guy said Google. to us at the game, he says, yeah. I love that Josh, Josh, Josh talk. talk. Yeah. Go on Facebook okay. and watch right. Josh talk. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's talk about the game. Let's yeah. talk about the game. Give me your, take, your number one takeaway from this game, Matt. My number one takeaway Ooh, is like uh, Jonathan Bennett played the game of his life. Wow! And that and he was incredible. In fact, you know it's different because we didn't have we didn't have the you know, stat monitor and all that during the game. So we get up there after the game and I look. And I'm like, he was 24 of 29, 82 percent completion rate. This was a guy through his entire career leading into that game. He was dead on 50 percent completion rate, and wow. he had to fight and scrap to get there the couple of weeks prior to this game. He had been a sub 50 percent guy before that. And for him to come out and deal the way he did, the only one that got away really that caught was the interception. But even that was the right read. The guy was open. Yep, it just sailed. sailed like 82% completion rate is insane. He looked the part. He made the right reads. He ran when, when he needed to. And it was interesting. And I wanted to ask Friesen and didn't get around to it. But like they used uh, Charlie Brewer on a couple of plays. They didn't, he wasn't feeling great. So they ran him a couple of times. And you're wondering like, how, how's JB going to respond? How's he going to respond after the interception? Yeah. And BYU goes up 14-3. At that yeah. point, you're thinking, it's going sideways. sideways. It's going sideways. Yeah. But Especially with those two explosive plays yeah. that were called back. They made I was it look, starting to yeah, really, Yeah, and BYU really... made it look easy offensively, but JB was cool under pressure. The offensive line did a great job. He was Oof. not harassed yeah, very pocket. much. Had a good pocket. And then Ooh. you had guys, again, you're down all these receivers. It's like, who's going to make plays? Noah Fritt. Made some big he plays. C.J. Daniels. He's like a part-time player this yeah. year because they're trying to keep his red shirt. Sibley. Stud. Yeah, catching the end zone. Sibley. You have all these guys. The tight ends. Austin Henderson. I think it was his first catch He's as a good, play. By the way. He caught, caught the one touchdown. passes. Yeah, the, all the tight ends Looks involved. Good. Like, he spread it around. He did what he needed to from the quarterback position. And then, obviously, Day-Day went nuts. Day-Day went nuts. Yeah. What was your take? My, ta my take is a little different. I'm going to give a shout-out to the defense. Do it. And – when you when you stepped on that field, you, you could really see athletically how well Liberty's defense matched up. I mean, they've got studs across yeah. the board and at, at all positions. And I think a extra shout out to the defensive coaching staff because in this day and age of football, it is hard to guard all the things that offenses mm. do because they mm -hmm. spread you vertically, they spread you horizontally, they say they spread the field completely and they've gotten the ball into a lot of different people's hands. It's really hard to be able to understand the message of a game plan as a coach and then be able to get that game plan into the players' heads where they can execute it on a Saturday without a lot of mental mistakes. Yeah. Liberty's defense doesn't make mental mistakes. Yeah. You rarely see, besides the one play, the, the tight end, I think it was down the field for BYU. He's pretty open on that yeah. play. Might have been something there. Outside of that, 
you just don't see them. They they know who to cover they don't and beat where themselves. to be. They don't beat themselves. And so shout out to the defense and the defensive coaching staff. Yeah, it was just incredible. I mean, 38 unanswered points. Oh, yeah. I 12 first downs. Yeah. It's 12. Yeah. BYU. BYU. That's yeah. Young well, one other thing, and uh, we'll talk about Day Day, I think, here in a second. And we got a good story that was kind of funny about him. But Nick Brown, give him some love. Yeah. Made two field goals. Yeah. And you say, okay, whatever in the grand scheme of things. But first drive of the game, you miss one there. Yep. That just takes the, the wind out of the sails, puts it up. in. Tough and then right yet. before the half, you drive down, mm -hmm. you're up three, a chance to go up six, and he makes a 37-yarder. You head into the half up six, and you're feeling good, you're getting the ball coming back out on the other side, and that's another one where if you miss that, you're going to the locker room thinking, man, we let we let points get away there. But he put it through, and so those are two, boy, two plays that were important, I think. That dog named Nikki. Good job, Nikki. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sign didn't know that. Um, but okay, the, the storyline here, Day Day Hunter, how do you ignore his performance? 213 rushing yards. That's a career night for him and a score. Um, what do you think made his his rushing um ca his carry so effective? Well, I mean, the thing it's when he gets to second level. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where you see the difference. I mean, he's he's there's a couple things you don't realize when especially when you're down on the field watching him how strong he is. His yeah. lower body strength, how he finishes runs, and he carries people. He had a run early in the game yeah. where he carried three or four guys for an extra four or five yards. And then the other thing is when he gets to second level, he's got that little slide. When you try to tackle him the legs. Like a little he, mini hurdle. It's like a little mini hurdle. And he slides his legs out to the side, and he's really hard to bring down from, from the waist down. So his balance, his effectiveness at the second level is really why you saw some of those longer runs. Day-Day yeah. Hunter getting jiggy with it. Yeah, 213 mm -hmm. yards. The first 200-yard rusher since, since Rashad Jennings, Jennings back in, in 08. And so, he yeah. gave him a shout-out. He did. I saw that. Jennings gave him yeah. a shout-out, so we'll have to put that on here, save can, the can, So he had – can we tell you this story? So we're sitting there – on what? His third, Wait, when he's dancing on the bleacher? No, I didn't see that. Oh no. my gosh. Okay, this we have yeah. to. I need to look this up that because match, they replayed it. I'm sorry. Uh, tell your story time. For and okay. now everybody's gonna say. So we're right there. That Emily interrupts. That, that 80. <laughs> we love you. You're, yeah, special. you're special. You have value. Okay, yeah. go. Yeah. He had the 80 yard touchdown run. Yeah. It goes right, right in front of us, and he got shoved right at the end of it. Yeah. He's not, in the end zone. The guy gave him a little extra shove. Dayday goes. Falling into like all the band the equipment, bad guys. like cases yeah. and and trombones. Stuff. He's like bugles. Yeah, I mean there was a piccolo coming out of piccolo it. Comes and out he there. he goes falling into there. Flutes. And You're so interrupting too. They're like <laughs> digging him out of the equipment. Yeah. And so he comes running back. Everybody's celebrating. Like Pull two minutes. Yeah. Like two minutes <laughs> yeah. later, we see him go back, running back down there. We're like what's going on? And he's rummaging through the cases. And finally, all of a sudden, he goes. It picks up his mouthpiece and he goes to, to like the band director, like, and the guy's like, yeah, oh yeah, found it, thumbs up, put it in, Stop and then ran yeah. back down to the team. Like his, yeah. he dropped his mouthpiece in all these band, in all his band. Did gear. the reporter talk about it on no, the broadcast? Yeah, I just saw it. Emily Austin would have been on. She'd have she'd been all it. over that. She'd have beat him down. I would have been sideline. wearing the mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. That's, that's, that's yeah, that was a little COVID much. Yeah, six feet apart. No, I didn't see it on the replay, but um, he was like dancing or something and like slipped, I think, on the bleachers. He went oh, to, and was, yeah, yeah, it was it was a little dangerous. Another thing you almost gave me a heart attack with was that fourth down run where he went backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We Oof, like that. that was that hey, was a little scary. Some gutsy calls. Unreal game and that them. fourth down there. The other one that was kind of going back through the drives today that that was a big call in this game was that first drive of the third quarter. Remember, Liberty's up six. They had fourth and one, 
at the BYU six, and they go for it. Mm. In that situation, your defense is starting to play well. You may think, well, let's just go make it a two-score game, yeah. and we'll figure it out the rest of the way. They go for it. They give it to Shedro. He finds a way to get in. And that was a big call in, in, in that game that really kind of said, okay, it's one of those kind of like yeah. we're not here to just keep it close. Yeah, We're here to take this thing away from you. And that was kind of like set that tone for the second half. Joe, you got anything else before we get to Coach Freeze's interview? That no, I mean, get to nobody wants to go to Coach I Freeze's I am very interested to hear your thoughts, your guys' thoughts on um, Charlie Brewer's situation moving forward with JB having such a great game. Obviously, the Flames have a bye this week, but then next week it, the opponent doesn't get any easier. Yeah, Arkansas yeah. on the road. Perfect but, timing for the bye. Yes, yeah. but for oh. now, let's check in with head coach Hugh Threes. Believe it or not, we have head coach Hugh Freeze in our podcast studios, which is so exciting because this is a rare occurrence to have uh, Coach Freeze come on our podcast. So thank you so much. Yeah. What a remarkable victory for the Flames and, you know, history in the making. Now that we've had a couple days to let the emotions settle, are they still running high or, or what? What has, uh, like, really set in about that moment on Saturday? Yeah, it's still running high today, more so probably than a lot of wins. Um, probably I, I just came off, you know, we just had all our meetings this morning where you go through uh, with your team the truth of, of what happened on Saturday and um, reliving re, re, uh, that and trying to get – I don't know that it's any way possible that, it, that for me or our players or our staff – to fully comprehend exactly what Saturday meant to you know this place to many people, uh, because we weren't here when there was nothing here, right. mm -hmm. when there was no facilities, when we struggled financially, when there was a vision cast and with one man's belief and faith in it, and you know for us not to having gone through that, I kind of kind of correlated that to. Hey, how many of you guys really struggled to find food when you were younger? And we have some like that, you know, and I saw, so for me, I have no idea what that's like um, because that wasn't my experience. And so for us not to experience that, I don't know that we can fully understand it, but I sure wanted to try every way I could uh, to, to help them realize that they walked in something special on Saturday and in time. Hopefully that means a lot more. I know that um, we've won a lot of big games here in our three and a half years, but uh, at church Sunday, it was different. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were, there were a lot of um, older individuals than me, uh, not that I'm young, but, but <laughs> the older than me that, I mean, literally, they don't usually come up to me when we beat UMass or, or, or somebody else or even some of the bowl game wins, but this one, had some significance mm -hmm. to them because, you know, with tears in their eyes, they're like, all we could do is just cry when the clock went to zero because we were here when the vision was cast. And wow. so I just know that it, it had more significance to a lot of people and hopefully, you know, our staff and players can understand that. Now, you said after the game that, well, you've been holding a few things back. So, Coach, every week we've been talking to you, and you've been, oh, I don't – have you been sandbagging on us all along? Then you go drop 41 on I BYU. Know. Uh, Come on. You know, I don't know that I'm the smartest guy in the world, <laughs> the way we've struggled. Um, you know, there's – I've done a lot of things offensively throughout the years, and um, there's been some things I've, I've felt like, man, 
I really would like to hold on to these yeah. as long as we're winning. Yeah. <laughs> and we did a few things different, but we won't go into what all that was. <laughs> but, uh, but really, um, it still came down to you still have to have a quarterback that, yeah. that executes it. And um, I thought JB was as good as he's ever been, with the exception of two throws, I thought. I mean, his stats were, what, 25 of 29 or 24, yeah, 29, 24, something. 29, yeah. And two of those should have been completed. The one was the interception. He just it sailed on him, but it was a wide open mm -hmm. and a, the right decision, right spot, and then he missed a run back that he, that he shorthanded. Um, and other than that, I thought he threw the ball really accurately and was in the right spot, yeah. made the right decisions. Um, and we just haven't had that type of play. Uh, from he was different um i've been very transparent with him he was different uh last week for me to coach mm. and um in what way um i think he let finally said i'm gonna let coach be himself <laughs> and i'm not gonna fight it yeah. right and when he yells and screams at me and says you idiot you ought to <laughs> you, you you just take it suck it up yeah. and take it yeah. buttercup you've been yeah. with me four years yeah. just yeah. You know, and I wish and Joe would start acting like that yeah. when we yeah. treat yeah. yeah. And but really, what happens to me when that demeanor comes across is I, yeah, I, um, I, yeah. I, all right, now I can coach you. Yeah, you know, and he was that way all through the game, and he was that way all week with me. And and obviously, Kent deserves a lot of credit. Can continue to work, but really, I thought he just handled uh, the position uh, that he's in. Um, it's going to come with criticism and it's going to come with praise like mm -hmm. he's getting right now. Yeah. And, and that's going to come from me both ends and you got to handle it. And, um, it's hard for me when I try to be somebody I'm not, I'm just not, I don't feel right. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm probably too hard on quarterbacks, um, at times, but, uh, if they handle it, I think I can help them. Mm -hmm. What, when you, it's funny cause I, I, when Jonathan, when JB hurt his knee on that freak, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. two year, whenever it was, I saw him right after his surgery and he was on the sidelines. I was at practice and I walked over to him and we just started talking and talked about mm -hmm. grit. You know, hey, just encourage him, have some mm -hmm. grit, have some. In fact, there was a book by Angela Duckworth named Grit mm -hmm. and it's a great book. I don't know if you're, but, but anyway, it's about your grit factor and uh, how important that is to be successful in life. How did you see him since that injury? And what he's behind the scenes and what he's gone through from then to where he was on Saturday. Yeah, I think um, I think all of that developed a, a fine young man who has character, who has maturity, who would uh, be great on a culture council, which he's on. And he has great insight to what's good for the team. And um then you throw in the disappointment of finally getting to the part where I could be the starter this year and getting the news that you're not, and then having to be thrust into it and the inconsistencies that we've had and probably my honesty about that. And I think that was a lot yeah. uh, for even someone who has gone through and has grit and has maturity and has, um, but I think that set him back a little. Right. Um, 
and hopefully we're we're over that now and really to a point where you know what I can't I can do this and I can handle coaches criticism and I can handle the truth and still go out with the same demeanor that I can get it done and that's the way he approached this game that's the way he was even after his interception and and I think I handled that better because of the week we had uh, with him we so, saw glimpses of him being good at times yeah I mean those Just those RPOs he threw early yeah. were, were were dimes right on the right on the money Coach. He got called back because of uh, Big 12 officials that yeah. came from yeah. the other side yeah. of Mississippi. Like, but what did the film show on that? Oh, man, come on. That, if, if, if those are fouls, we haven't had that called all year. Yeah. Not a single time. So whatever happened in the pregame meeting between them, mm. um, here's what I would say to you on both of them. Could you call holding on near about every yeah, play? Sure. Uh, you could. But it's, I mean, it's a quality foul. And matter of fact, there was a hold right on our sideline and one of the officials came over and I said, did you not? He said, yeah, but I, exactly I saw what you saw, that. but it didn't, you know, they tackled him right there and it just wasn't a quality foul. I said, exactly. Yeah. You're exactly <laughs> right. It wasn't a quality foul. So here's the deal. The first one we threw, um, we have a two linemen double teaming a guy and they are right at head, maybe over the three yard Inside the box, where was the ball thrown? Outside. Has nothing. Now, if we'd have thrown a spot route yeah. right behind that, it's been my argument every time I go to meetings with them. I get that. All right, you're blocking a guy and you're throwing it over his head and, and you're beyond three yards. I get it. We're blocking a guy at three yards and the ball's thrown to an outside fade. There's no way you can tell me that is a quality foul. Mm -hmm. There's no advantage that we gained. 100%. Zero. So that one was was right at three, maybe a foot over the three. Don't think it's a quality foul. The other one, we weren't even close to three yards. Well, while we got you fired up, let's talk about, what about the interception? that interception. I know, the interception. So, so Joe and I are sitting next to each other I there. Worst, worst, worst overturn in the history of college football. We're going back and forth, and we're like, well, obviously he had. It was a catch. So we were like, I knew then when it took. I said, "This, this." We could read your lips yeah. after you talking to the official, and you go, "There's, there's no, no way. way they can overturn that." <laughs> That's what you said to him. We're like, "Was there a?" Was there a targeting, targeting on the they might have called Mike Smith for targeting. Like, because that's an yeah. obvious interception. Yeah. I feel like Coach, Coach Freeze needs to tell like, the camera. Worst yeah. call yeah. in college worst football. Call, yeah. Worst overturn. Worst, worst, call. <laughs> worst overturn by a replay official in college football. <laughs> All right. It has it's to official. be that. It you, was It was. Bad. Yeah, that was bad. You guys go into this game banged up. Too. I think not, a lot of people I mean, may be talking about that. You should see the list. You retweeted Especially it, I think, right before the game. And I want to ask you about you that. You threw an Because Joe and I are down there getting ready to do <laughs> I had a good feeling. We're doing the pregame show, and I <laughs> see the tweet <laughs> from Coach Freeze. <laughs> he quote ouch. tweets who's all out, and he just goes, ouch. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you? And then later on, he retweeted again. He's yeah. like, I really feel bad that the guys are missing out on this. I'm like, something is up, Coach yeah. Freeze. You might. You know you're feeling good when you're just scrolling through Twitter there, like, you know, an hour I can't stand pregame. Coach, I can't I wait for you, kickoff. Coach, I want to let you know one thing, okay? And there's all the Rep McGibbon, Pat yeah. Kelly, Desiree, myself, all this stuff. They all did. We all did our pregame predictions, okay? Yep. Well, one guy. They picked the flames. They took the flames. Well, I didn't know you've been be holding out on us this whole <laughs> time. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one of um, I'm going to brag on you a little bit. One of Coach Freeze's greatest gifts is like his ability to lead and motivate. Those speeches are just incredible to listen back to. What did you tell your team? You guys were up 2014 at the half. What did you tell your team at halftime? 
Uh, I really spend all the time with uh, my offensive coaches most of the time and only a few minutes talking to the players. Um, there were a few things I wanted to, to change on some of our wide sets that I knew would be good for us, and but we hadn't practiced them, so I had to spend a lot of time doing that. Yeah. But the players, I just told them the same thing I've been telling them is, this thing, in order to win this game, it has zero to do with your um, awareness of the scoreboard. Zero. It has everything to do with every play has a life of its own, and you win that given play. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what the scoreboard says at the end. The only way you can leave here as a failure is if you don't offer up to this team something that costs you. It should cost you. You should have to strain to win this game. And uh, just rehashed that um, and said, for, I don't even, nobody should even know what the scoreboard says. Let's just, let's go play. I'll worry about that and managing the, the game and all that based on what I see, but you don't need to worry about that. Mm -hmm. When the game is ending and you see, and you said you've been in a couple of those field storming situations before, and you start to see folks coming out, by the way, Joe was up there in the student section. Yeah, Let's do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it. They're announcing, they're announcing <laughs> dogs on the field. No, I was yelling like, at them all. He's like, I called this pregame. I was yelling at them all. Storm the field. Storm the field. Yeah, take, <laughs> take, the field take me to that moment because I'm sure there's the excitement, but is there also a little bit of a, like, looking around like, oh, boy, like a lot of things. We all see the negative when those kind of things happen. We just yeah. saw it actually last week, you know, Tennessee, Alabama. Like, what goes through a person's mind when you see all of that coming together at the end of a game? Um, man, it was, it was joy for me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know that there are risks involved in that. And certainly I don't want to be one that gets a call this afternoon from our administration. And <laughs> I've already said we had the worst overturn in college football. That, <laughs> and they, um, but it was just a special day. And I think that even added to it, yeah. um, for the fans and the students to feel like they got to be yeah. a part of it. And I know it meant our players loved it. Yeah. And uh, and I enjoyed the few minutes I was there. But I'm pretty protected. I had some yeah. people around me. I want to make sure my wife and kids were when 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 we beat Alabama. And um, that was extremely chaotic. Uh, and I honestly, this is a true story. You'll like this one, Joe. <laughs> I told my wife and daughters that morning, that morning, it was a 2.30 yeah. kick, yeah. CBS kick, and I told him that morning, let me tell y'all something, y'all, because Jill loves to come kiss me on the 50-yard yeah. line, or, and the girls like to come hug me. I said, I want to tell y'all something. We are winning this game. Do not come on that field. <laughs> I will meet, I will, these police highway patrolmen will get me to the tunnel. You be, stand in the tunnel. Do not get on this field, because they're going to tear the goalpost down, and it's going to be crazy. Told them that yeah. that morning. That's awesome. Sure I got chills. So I didn't tell him that this 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 time. Yeah. You tweeted uh, ouch instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best the best part of the deal. We don't have a conference of finest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I did say that last week on something on press. Yeah. Well, I don't think the I don't think anybody can. We want to do it on so. November nineteenth. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we do it again. You know, you never know. Yeah. It has been really cool to like look at Twitter and and I was getting chills just like watching people or reading people's stories of of yeah. remembering this day. You know, when Jerry Falwell Senior and 
what they are saying about you, the praise of what you've done with this program, that has to feel like really cool for you, yeah. which means you cannot leave. Oh, come on. I, you I, can't I, leave, I, coach. I, I, I wish I could watch all of those. I just can't. It's hard. I don't know how to go. It's hard to keep up with yeah, all that yeah. stuff. I mean, I'm pretty we'll get good. On but it my, help, yeah. yeah, but man, there's so many, and I don't know how. Even I was just struggling to thank God, but I had like 170 texts, and you know, and I feel like, well, I need a response, so I copy and paste. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. And my <laughs> thought, but but then you can't, but then you, but then you can't keep but, up. Yeah. Then yeah. you can't. You, yeah, I said I finally gave up. I said I'll no, get on it, it Sunday. It, it, so yeah, the real friends cool. know who they are because yeah, they got exactly. the text. Yeah. 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 Well, well, no, everybody got, got everybody okay. got yeah. one, but yeah. just some of them didn't yeah. have to wait till Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> if it said thank you, friend, it really didn't. You know, it was just it, a copy know, paste. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, coach. It was copy and paste. No, I've I've shared this with you before, but like just you said, people you don't quite put your head around. You know, like what it was. My my first staff meeting at Liberty with Sam Rotigliano was, hey guys, we don't have enough money to yeah. to have rental cars for spring recruiting. Yeah. And they were talking about closing the doors down. Right. And to see where it was being, I thought to myself, what in the heck have I got myself into mm -hmm. over here? And, but to see where that was to where it is now, to me, from someone who's been around here for a long time, it was being on the field, looking at the fans and the entrance out in the field was like, oh my goodness, this is yeah. actually happening, happening right now. And when you, and coach, you sold it. You sold mm -hmm. it and it was believable and it got everybody fired up with the rise with us. Yeah. There was a, it was solid acting right there. I mean, you hit it right <laughs> on. It was passionate. It was focused. It was rise with us and, and we were ready to roll. Uh, you know, so my good, thought job, right good then, job on yeah, that one. My thought yeah, right then was, it. well, my thought was, yeah. I got to watch it and make sure I'm ahead because I don't want to get run I'm over. Get run over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because right. our guys were like, I could see it in their eyes. I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, yeah. don't want to get 40 times run over right now. Joe no, actually like ran out with the team. Yeah. It was really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I did run down on Day Day's long run. If y'all y'all should get that and cut it out, see me yeah. running down the side. Yeah, I look yeah. like I still had a little yeah, burst. Yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. Day Day. You still stretched. Yeah. One thing Joe and I said because again, he you know we're usually up in the in the booth, so we're kind of down low watching. And Joe mentioned, he's like, you know, just looking at the level of athlete that you have at this stage, like, we were way more athletic, I think, than BYU, especially uh, defensively. Some spots, like, 12 and 1, their receivers, right. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, special. He's special. They, they were really, really good. Uh, I didn't think, I can say it now, you know, I have great respect for Kalani. Yeah. He is one of my dearest friends in this profession. He does it the right way. He has the right core values. I hate he's going through the, the, the criticism he's going through because he's <clears throat> a really good fit for that place and for what they want to represent. <clears throat> I didn't think they were as good in the secondary as they were when we went out there. Um, I didn't think they were had great pass rushers. And so I felt better about our matchup with them other than 12-1 and their quarterback. I, I thought those three guys were really, really, really – I mean, we held them to their season low in points yeah. and yards. A 38-0 so, run. Yeah. Folks. yeah. A 38-0 run. That is insane. It was one of the uh, top – I mean, I've coached a lot of games, so this is a big statement. And and it may sound – I may all not make it. It sounds it, it sounds kind Do of – it. Uh, we're going to cut it and make it the tease for the podcast. Yeah, but it kind of sounds – it's kind of sound. I'm not trying to – to brag, yeah. but it, I think it probably was one of the top five 
game plan, call games. I feel obviously your kids have to execute it, but I I think I don't I really man I could I just could see everything and just felt like every call was the right call. That's awesome. Um, and you don't feel that all the time. Right. So I'm saying the good with the yeah, bad. Yeah. You don't feel that all the time, but it was just a blessed. God was faithful in a lot of ways that day. You guys have faced a lot of um, adversity this season. What do you think this team has taught you? Mm. Um, you know, the I think them their resolve to to just show grit and to say, you know what, even if instead of what if. Um, which is, I think, a lesson for all of us in life. Even if we have to play 80 plays on defense because our offense can't get a first down, so right be it. Even if I really want to start, but I'm really a backup. Even if I get hurt and I can't play, I still have value. Even if I feel less than, I still have blessings. Um, I think that's just a great reminder for me, uh, the even ifs instead of the what ifs. Um, and when they just continue, you know, obviously offense, our defense only had to play 50 plays Saturday. You know, that was remarkable. We were really fresh at the end. Yeah. We were getting yeah. after them because we didn't have to play a lot of plays. I looked at the, the play count sheet this morning, staff meeting, you know, guys have been playing 55 plays, played 27. You know, and wow, that's awesome. um, you, you got a chance of being a lot better <laughs> when, that, when that happens. Speaking on Mike Smith and and Kenny Charles, like just yeah. watching those two dudes on the field, like I said, it's a they totally still different had burst at the oh, end. Oh my man. goodness, Mike Smith wants to rip your head off. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean that's from dude, Mississippi. I mean, that dude, <laughs> man, come on, he's one of my homeboys. You <laughs> <laughs> got some. We need to get a few him. more of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ran into Jack Curtis in the LFC, yeah. and he was like, "This is the most unselfish group." Yeah. And it, they've been so fun to coach. And I think with yeah. guys like that want to rip your head off, maybe that's why he's saying <laughs> yeah. such nice things. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you got anything else for coach? No, it's just great job, coach. It's, it's been a pleasure to watch. And Do you, you want know, his a, autograph? You seem really emotional a roll, right it's now. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster <laughs> enjoy, ride. Enjoy, of, I know you don't get to enjoy much during the season, but, you know, enjoy the bye week as much as you can. And No, I am. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, look. I've done this a long time. We're the uh, toast of the town, yeah. and the cat's me out right now, and that can change yeah. like that. So we'll enjoy uh, <laughs> the feeling that we get. You know, I get great satisfaction out of uh, people that support us because it's not easy to support. I mean, the tickets cost, travel cost, and people drove to this game, I would yeah. I would guess. Oh, yeah. I know I met some at the hotel. They drove from all over the place, Colorado and Florida and, you know, cause they graduated from here and have heard about this weekend and, and came, well, it costs to do that. And, it, and then you gotta set in, I mean, poor people set in line to get on a bus. To, I got cause I got to drive over here to where I had to park. And I mean, it's a full, it's a sacrifice. And for us to give them a moment to leave that stadium with this giddy feeling, that's, that's real rewarding. Best team in Virginia. Matt, you got yeah. anything until else? You, until you lose the next one, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, That's Joe. Why are you gonna end? That's a roller coaster. One, one, one more quick thing. But we'll give them more giddy moments. Then you get more giddy moments. I know, <laughs> like the media and coaches don't love media and everything, but I do have to say, like listening to the game because unfortunately I wasn't able to be at the game. 
Um, but listening to the game, and I get BYU was supposed to win, but just like listening, it's like, oh, BYU is just playing so poorly. It's never the praise of like, wow, Liberty is just a good team. Does that bother you? Or are you, I mean, I know you're rewatching the game and listening to those kind of things, right? Um, there are times <laughs> that uh, there's times that sure that bothers me, but. Who really cares? Okay. Does it really? I mean, does it really matter? It's like, should we be ranked this week? Does I it was, really? Does it really yeah. matter? Because okay. I mean, they just you go to Arkansas if you get beat by an SEC right. team, then they drop you out of right. it. I mean, now at the end of it, it will really bother me then. Mm-hmm. If we were to lose to a one-point game to Wake Forest, play Arkansas really close, happen to win a couple others. Yeah, you want to be in the you next. Know, right. Win another bowl game. Yeah. I mean, well, then people are just being for whatever reason. But we're Liberty, and you know what? I'm okay with it. Right. I am. I really don't uh, – I could care less if they rank us right now or not. I just want to play well next the next Saturday, and mm-hmm. we'll see where it all lands. We got to get together and figure out how to intercept his calls because I feel like he might be getting some from – other people soon. Uh, you uh, see, you always want to bring up. You got to go controversy. Yeah. I know. I just listen, can't. listen. I can't. This I is know, a coach. special. I've said this, and it's going to take. It would take something very special for me to even entertain at this stage in my life, and for Jill, and my daughters, and um, and I have already refused to. I'm not saying that I'm anybody's choice. I have no idea, and I'm okay with that. Um. But even to to this point, I've had a couple reach out to agents saying, "Can we talk to him?" And I've dec- I have no desire to talk, um, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Can there be some that that maybe I say yeah, I may ought to talk to him? Maybe, but uh, I'm not going to lie and say that's not the case. But I know that I'm at total peace mm-hmm. um, with where I'm at. Well, we are so blessed to have you. Here and I think we win Commerce USA and. Uh, yeah. Who knows yeah. what happens yeah. if you happen to do that and they expand this playoff? And I don't know that we can. I don't know that we can win the playoff, but it sure would be fun to get in it. Yeah, mm. I'm try. liking the sound yeah. of this. Good being the mix. Okay, right. I just needed some, you know, feel good for. for uh... Well, you're getting married. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. She'll create her own don't controversy. Uh, yeah. no, She'll create no. plenty of her own controversy. Wedding's yeah. going to be enough controversy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You have to deal with them all the Wedding time. Planning. Thank you so much for coming over, Coach, yep. and enjoying the podcast. We really yeah. appreciate it. Like you're I said. You're the only podcast I'm doing. Powered by, go ahead and say it, Coach. Powered by Alcova Morgan. He's going to have that as his ringtone. Like I said, so blessed to have you here on the mountain. Congratulations on such a big victory. On Saturday, looking forward to the rest of the season. Thanks so much. We're gonna guys. get some golfing this week. Uh, there's, a, I'm playing on a little. Uh, uh, um, it's not. It's a Ryder Cup c- kind of style. Oh, okay. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Cool. Nice. Enjoy. All yep. right. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. All right. So Joe Yaw giving a little, uh, you know, throwing Matt Warner under the bus, no. telling Joe, you have got to stop no, putting no. yourself first. What, what did I do? I just you said the told Coach Freeze that Matt chose BYU. Do you not listen, want to talk about this? No, Matt? listen, listen. Everybody I'm transparent here. <laughs> he's, We're he's, on the pregame show. Yeah. I, I, you know, they, they want, they want truth. Yourself. I'm not being not yes. a truth teller, right? Wait, I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm not just doing it for truth TV. Meaning. Right. Freeze, I'm telling you meaning. the truth, yeah. right? Yeah. And I took BYU. Yeah. Rhett took BYU. Pat Kelly took BYU. Des Rice took BYU. Joe Yock. 
took liberty, but I bam, don't know bam, if he bam, meant bam, it. Bam, Actually, bam, he also bam. took him as our uh, bold prediction last week, if you recall. Yeah, well. I do. I, oh. No, it was the same. I think no, it was no, the no. same score yeah. for yeah. bold prediction. Okay, go, go ahead. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll yeah. get to the bold predictions in just a moment, but um, I was scrolling on Twitter. Yeah. This is a shocker once again. Yeah. And did you see the BYU uh, pregame show? I mean, this guy I know, is. You went at the guy. I went what at him. Do it. I, Why would you do that? What? Like, take you, it easy. No, I just, take he said, and another it. reason why yeah. BYU is going to demolish yeah. Liberty in yeah. this game is because. Um, I mean, if somebody went after your bold predictions, you'd be so I mean, worked he, up about that. You know, well, I don't if someone, know if someone, what would you do? This BYU guy basically gave four reasons why BYU was going to demolish the Flames. Yeah. Um, and I the fourth reason that. was because uh, BYU has only lost to quality opponents. So I just tweeted back at him and I said, Hey, I'm doing my podcast prep. Is it okay? Are, are you still, you know? Um, you took a smart Alec. Yeah. Are you still thinking that BYU has only lost to quality opponents? I just want to make sure Liberty, is it is Liberty considered a quality opponent or? That's good. Didn't get anything back. Yeah, um, not, no response. So what can you guys say? You what do you I take away? I was looking away? for you at the game, but I didn't see this. <laughs> Whatever. You guys are so mean. Um, Coach Freeze is awesome. Yeah. I really hope he doesn't leave. I'm having appreciate a really good honesty. I, uh, he's going to tell you what he's thinking. Right. I appreciate that. I think he's just at that point, right, in his career. Well, he's not going to sugarcoat yeah. anything. Just wait till I get to that point, Emily Austin. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just wait. I'll be long gone. Oh, uh, boy. No. I'll be. Uh, wait till I get to that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wait till I get anything to that Anything that point. you want to take. Can we focus? Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to take away from the Coach Freeze conversation? Well, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, the big part of it, and I know Matt will talk more about this, is, is you know, he really felt so good about his game plan. Yeah. You know, like going in, like you can tell, like there's, when you're a coach, there's things you look at, right? It's like the first thing you look at is how do we match up athletically against yeah. a team? So you're looking at what kind of players do they have, right? Because sometimes you can have the best game plans in the world, but if you if their players are just simply better than your players, you can't get open, you can't protect the quarterback, you can't do those things, then it, it makes it really difficult. Um, and so I think Liberty athletically matched up really well against BYU. And then once he felt he knew that, yeah. then he started putting together the game plan with Ken Austin offensively and defensive game plan too, both of those things. And he, you could just tell like, he, like if we if we got a chance in this yeah. thing, and he mm -hmm. he felt very confident going into it. My favorite part of the whole deal was him talking about tweeting out before the game. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like Ouch. when Joe yeah. and I are walking on the yeah. field, I see that I show that to you. I'm like, what? Is going on. Yeah. <laughs> tell him, tell the folks what he what he tweeted. Well, so they tweet out. Somebody tweet out the whole list of I mean, all the, the guys that are out, out of the game that are out for Liberty. Yeah. He just quote list. tweets it and just says, "Ouch." Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Does that does that make you feel confident? Does that it doesn't no, make me I feel think, confident? No, I think his. I think he wanted to. Well, I think he had that. He did feeling. it a few 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 times. Right. I think he had a feeling that he had a good game plan to to beat BYU, and or. I think he wanted to make sure people know, hey, look at all the people we have out. That's what I thought. I'm like, look at if, all I'm like, the people that, we have I'm out. I'm like, ooh, that feels like something you do when you're you're not feeling great about yeah. it, and you're like, let me just put this out ahead of time, get in front of it. We are down a lot of folks. But, but he he seemed like yeah. he had a good gut feeling coming into this game yeah. that it's he a psychological was going to double be. reversal. That's all. that's all it is. It's the old double reversal. It's, it's, it's your standard. You know what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it! Don't yeah. let him. Yeah. Hope he's not he doesn't. Mistaken. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get past April twenty first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Charlie Brewer. We saw him um, a few snaps in yeah. this game. 
What do you do if you're Hugh Freeze moving forward? Um, are you, I mean, are you still trying to, to make him sure. your starter? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. I mean, sure. Yeah, it's another good option. Uh, and this is something that, we, I mean, we'll see as we go through the bye week and heading into Arkansas. But, yeah, it's another good option. If he's still the best guy, like Joe said before, it all it all comes down to practice with, with Freeze. Like, that's it. If you showed me there that you can do it, you're going to get the opportunity. And we don't know how long Salter's going to be out, but it's good to go into Arkansas, you hope, with two healthy quarterbacks that you feel like can both throw it around. Right. And you've got some options there. And I don't think this game against BYU just suddenly means you scrap everything else and you just go with JB the rest of the way. If he plays as well as he did, Correct. he'll earn it, and right. he will get that chance. Yeah. But Freeze isn't going to be afraid to, to pull him or yeah. put in Brewer or pull Brewer or put in JB. Like He's going to put the best guy out yeah, there. That is what, it is what the season's been so yeah. far, and I think you're you're dead on there. But I, has the question is going to be is, has JB gotten over the hump, right? He's showing so many yeah. good signs of playing really well. There's spurts where he mm -hmm. plays well, and then it – go sideways for a while. But this game, he played well outside of the winter session. Yeah. He played well consistently throughout the whole ballgame. If he continues to do that, like, there's no reason to take yeah. him out. And, you know, it's really going to be interesting because Charlie Brewer, he wants to play in the NFL. You know, well, so he does. needs yeah. – yeah. I wanted well, to play I, in the I understand yeah. that, but what I'm saying is the time Matt is wanted now. wanted to play Major League Baseball. I still do. You guys aren't listening. They never <laughs> yeah. listen. The guys, I still do. He's couldn't hit a curveball. Yeah, um, the time is now for Charlie Brewer. So he's going to be really – I mean, obviously, he would be fighting for the job regardless, but he wants to fight for that, that job ticking. because he needs he needs games well, to – you know, game film. And, and, and for you just want – you just know see. your career's winding down and you just want to be out there. Right. Sure. But that doesn't factor into Freeze making no. that decision. I'm yeah. not saying that that factors yeah, into Freeze. I'm just saying it's going to be interesting with that competition. Yeah. It was already there, but how much will it be yeah. heightened, yeah. you know, because you have a, a – quality opponent in Arkansas. But you know what? You like if you're freeze. You like Arkansas Options. having to prepare for at least a couple of guys yeah. and having to think about, all right, we may be seeing some Brewer, so we got to have to get ready for him too. It's what so he may crazy do. because, like, when's what's the timeline on Caden Salter? Do we have any idea? I like, actually I am not yeah, sure. Not we sure. need we need to check on that. Right. Because, I mean, if you had to prepare, he's a whole right. – he's a different animal. Yeah. 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 That'll be interesting. Um do you know who Arkansas plays this upcoming yes, week? Yes, they're at Auburn this week. Okay. So, yeah, so they I mean, should win that one. They're like a four or five point favorite on the road. Should be. And hey, you, you going to that game? I know you road. sent me a stat middle of last week, early last week, talk about the highest rated quarterbacks oh, from yes. throwing from the pocket, I yep. think was the stat. Yep. And Arkansas. Number one. KJ Jefferson, number one. Number one. Number one. Wow. But number three was Jaron Hall, who we just saw with BYU. Oh, wow. And you know what? He got after him a little bit, and he struggled. I will put my money on this defense. You know, they, I'm surprised they, they didn't try to run the ball something. more. That was my thing. They had that, that good-looking running yeah. back, and what did he get, like four carries? They, they he had they one good carry, and I, you thought, okay, now they're going to start getting it to him, and they never did. They never did. Christopher Brooks. No, didn't get many carries. Yeah, All he right. had three carries, 26 yards. And can, do you want to talk a second about the polls? Because I know Coach Free said that he doesn't really care, but uh, he's got Tulane. Yeah, I, I guess that Tulane's is Tulane's seven to one. Yeah. So is so is Liberty. I understand. And what's who who what is Liberty's right yeah. at twenty six. Yeah, we're right outside. I think, I think, I you're think about what hurt them if we would have demolished Gardner Webb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that you know just winning by that one Cole point. Schmoltz. I think. Yeah. Um, when okay. this week you don't, or next week you don't have to win. I, yeah. I could oh. do the math myself, but I didn't. I need to know the Flames Fantasy League update. I forgot right. to tell Coach Freeze that well, we did you, this. Well, you hit it. Well, here's the thing. Let's, oh, yeah, Emily excuses. scored excuses. Emily scored 36.3 points this week. Day Day Hunter had 32.4 of them.
So he added all but two of your points. Uh, that's that's a big week. baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> so 36 points for him. Joe struggled. You like that, Joe. Just about six, a little less than 16 points. I had a less Joe's than 24. So Emily, grand total. Emily, 292.7. I'm at 249.3. Joe at 218.3. So you're saying That's a I big week. A I'm saying you got a chance. It's not over yet. We play through the bowl game, yeah. as we found out. So we still, there's still an opportunity. But let oh me say gosh. this. I can't believe this. I know we were all bummed that we didn't get to be on the call. That would have been so special to be a part of uh, calling such a huge game. And I we would have lost Nobody our calls mind on like some Matt of those. Warren. We would have gone crazy yeah. on some of those. But it was really fun, I think, Joe, for you and I, to be down there. Yeah, it was cool. To meet, like, lots of people were come talking about the podcast, yeah. talking about, uh, you know, the show and our call and the game calls and stuff. It was really cool to be able to meet that many people and just and Sounds just like a bunch of fake people. Ella, you'll love this. Yeah. You'll love this. Sir Matt and I are walking out after oh, the game's gosh. over, right? Yeah. And some guy walks by and he's like, Matt Warner! And, uh, and Matt's like, hey, buddy! And, and the guy leaves, man, you got the best voice in all sports, right? And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, great. And he sees me there too, right? And that's yeah, yeah. He sees, so I'm like, yeah, he does. That's got a great voice. And so, and so as we, as he walks he by, yeah, he goes, you got the best voice in all sports. And then he's like walking away, and he turns and he sees me, and he realizes that it's me, and he goes, oh, you got a real good voice too. <laughs> Yeah, that was it was fun. Funny. That was pretty. Fun. It was fun. Oh my gosh! Any other good stories from the fans? Oh, there fans? was a whole, there was a whole bunch of them. I mean, yeah, I'm trying. I don't know. It was just cool being down there. Yeah. And and you know, you're right in front of the student section. We were doing our our stuff there for the pregame show. It's a different vibe yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah it definitely totally is. different vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's um, one of those things they always say. The game looks. The further you are away from the game, the easier it looks. Yeah. And when you're down there around the sideline, the speed so of the game true. and the violence of it just yeah. really like, whoa. Like these guys are like these big guys. Your Kendy Charles, your those guys are moving. They yeah. are moving. It's pretty impressive. It, it is difficult to watch at field level. Like people yeah. are like, why it are you always looking see. up yeah. at the scoreboard? I'm like, I can't because I can't see the other side of the field. Yeah. But it, it's it's just a different I always field. think like I can't believe I used to do that. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, like you watch those dudes run and move around. On this day, I can't believe. Yeah, yeah, on this day, sixty-two. Um, Bold predictions for the bye week. Uh, A lot of golf. What is he going to shoot in his Ryder Cup? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. All right. Well. Thank you, guys. What were the bowl predictions? Oh, okay, real fast. Oh, yeah, real Joe fast. got – he oh. picked Flames 27-24, so, but he got the right. I didn't think we kept these. Emily had a special teams or defensive score. Neither. Honestly, the most impressive part of this whole game to me maybe was we didn't turn them over once, and we won. Yeah. Should have had a turnover. Should have. Which, Should have. In BYU, homeboy, yeah. um, the BYU uh, pregame Stop show. on that guy. No, he said Liberty can't win this game unless they win on takeovers. I would have said the same thing. Yeah. Well, I, I, I said thing. a lot about a lot of that. In the I understand. Yeah. Whatever. He does Homeboy. prep and I don't. Yeah, well, there's, that. there's that part of it. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. My buddy was... wrote a good song by Eric Church called Homeboy, by the way. Oh, that's good. We'll yeah. save that for the bye week. All right. We're, we <laughs> tie it up. And yeah. then what was, did you say your bowl prediction? Uh, I had three field goals of 45 yards or more from Nick Brown. He made it, two field goals yeah, of less than 45. Goals. Okay. That's. Shout out Nick Brown. What a great victory for the Flames yeah. taking down yeah. BYU. Let's give them a week off. Let's we, take yeah. a – we should have had a week off. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be to, back. we got to break down Arkansas yeah, a little yeah. bit, maybe a little, a little bit shorter. Yeah. And another huge shout-out to Coach Freeze for coming on the show. Remember, the Google machine, Joe Yogg. This is the Flame Central podcast. Powered. Powered by Alcova Mortgage. <laughs>